Hi, I'm Adewale Adejumo. I build businesses and I also teach people how to take control of their lives. You are listening to the Epilogue Buddha podcast where I'll be bringing you some of the best personal growth mentors and entrepreneurs on the planet. And they will be sharing the best ideas on personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. My guest today is an entrepreneur, is an Olympic and world championship medalist in athletics. He is also the founder of an innovative career company called YDG Express. You will often hear him talking about mindsets if you follow him on social media because he understands more than anyone I know how important it is for winning. Okay. Yep. How, like how important a mindset is for winning. So, guys, please meet yep. Koto Mokowena. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing to come on to the Apidak Buddha podcast. So, guys, today, yeah. so today we're going to be talking about how you can get the mentality of a winner. And this is because winning, winning, it's easy to think about it, but less easy to actually go out and do it because many of us, um, because for many of us, it, it is what drives us back to the pitch every single morning. Okay. And what gets me up to, and winning is basically what, what, what gets me up to grind every single day. And it's what causes the best athletes and entrepreneurs to strive to be the best in what it is that they're, they're, and that they're actually doing. So if you like it or not, winning is a huge part of sports and life. And it isn't just about having the most skilled per, uh, people or the best players on the field. Winning is a mentality and there are some things that we, we can instill in our minds at work, in sports, and in life to cultivate a winner's mindset. So, um, Koto, I just want to firstly ask you, did you ever think that I could ever beat you when we were competing? In that? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> because we, we, you know you know what because i remember i remember yeah. um that when we were athletes i used to be yeah. like i yeah. was happy oh. at one championship when you were not there <laughs> and i was like hey where is where's koto is not i'm like oh finally i can know what it's like to win at national championships <laughs> and then there was this guy called simeon mars we just, ooh, yeah. yeah, who then yeah. beat me? And, I, yeah. and, and then you I know, came those, second. Yeah. 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 <laughs> those, those, were, those, those were the days, you know. Um, at that time, you know, when you just, I mean, you know, we we all in the junior and the youth stages of, of, of our sporting career. So at that time, you just want to, uh, you just want to do as, as, as good as you can, uh, you know, uh, no matter where, where you're competing. I mean, I, I never thought that, you know, I was... Uh, Causing so much problems for, <laughs> for a lot of it. Yes, yes, you were, man. Yes, you were. You know. Um, but you know, I was just enjoying. I was just enjoying every moment. It was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, that's um, that's wonderful, bro. You know, can you just yeah. take me through this? Because I never got to experience it. What was it like being at World Championship and um, the that and that very first World Championship that you went to, where you got? Oh, I think, yeah. No, it was the Olympics where you got a yeah. silver medal. Like, what was yeah. that experience like? The, you see, uh, I think, first of all, I think ev- every athlete's dream is to have a, uh, 
is to have an Olympic medal attached to themselves, you know? Just like, just like every, uh, every entrepreneur's dream is to build an empire. So with the Olympics, it's, 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 it's quite the same, you know? Every athlete's dream is to have the Olympics medal or to participate at, at the Olympic Games. So for me, I think that was a big, big ex experience. It was more of a, of a mission, 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 mission accomplishment type of a mm. feeling, you know? Mm. Uh, you train so hard for so many years. I mean, most people don't, you know, they work so hard and they don't even get to experience the Olympic Games. Some mm. people break records and they still don't even get to experience the Olympic Games because you still have to qualify for it and go to the Games and perform, you know. So it takes, it takes a lot of hard work. So for me, for me, the experience was out of this world. It's something that I will always, always cherish. You know, it's, uh, mm. it's one thing that I know that, that changed my life. In, 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 in many ways. I mean, until today, you know, I'm able to, uh, to look back at that, look, at back, look back at that accomplish, accomplish, accomplishment and see how it has actually uh, uh, pulled me and grown mm. me as, as a person to be today. So it, it was a fantastic experience. I'll never forget that. So, so, so would you say that that, um, that particular Olympic um, set um, so you know, you know, like set you up for even bigger and greater success that you have currently in your life. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what it did for me, it, it actually opened up doors for uh, for me to be able to 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 be in a room with people that I never thought I'd be in, in a room with. You know, mm -hmm. uh, to give me that 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 kind of opportunity to be to 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 be amongst people that I I, I never dreamt of uh, being being next to. I mean, speaking of Mandela, you know, I. I met Mandela few times after winning the Olympic Games. You know, mm. uh, we were invited at his house. We were invited at his foundation. We had uh, dinners with him. We had lunches with him. Uh, he gave us a lot of wisdom. So it's it, it's a big thing. You know, I've I've met all the presidents uh, of of this country. Even even the latest president that we have now, uh, President uh, Cyril Ramaphosa. I met him long time ago already. You know. Well, uh, my fellow South Africans. <laughs> yeah, my fellow South Africans. <laughs> Very yeah. same guy. You know. So yeah. So I think I think the games the games did, did a lot for me. You know, it, it mm. absolutely changed me as a person. Mm. Dude, so tell me something, man. Like, how is it that you 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 were consistent since? We were like, I think, 17 or, or 18 or 19 yeah. to qualify for every single World Championships and Olympics. How do you manage to do that? Yeah, so I think, I think uh, my very first uh, championship, I was 17 years old, you know, and uh, I've been going to every single championship ever since then. I think what, what came with it is the fact that I, I, I always had a dream, you know, I always uh, worked hard. You know, it's, mm. it's not easy. I mean, as, as you know, someone who's, who's been an athlete yourself, mm. you know that uh, track and field is not, the, it's not the easy sports. Yeah, you know, know it's really hard. It's individual sports that will drive you crazy, you know, and mm. also it needs, it needs a lot of consistency and a lot of hard work. You know, it's just like entrepreneurship. It's, it's very lonely as well. You know, um, you are alone out there. You know, mm. uh, when I'm competing a day, I'm alone there. So I always think that, I always tell myself that, you know what, you've, you've put in so much hard work, uh, you cannot miss any championship. You know, I think that would have been very sentimental uh, to, uh, to my upbringing as, as a sportsman, that 
I had to compete at every championship to make sure that I get myself a chance to win the medal. Because the only way I can try and win the medal is to be at that championship. Because then anything can happen in the arena. You know, uh, you can beat one of you can beat the best athlete on that day. Maybe on that day he's feeling tired mm, mm, and mm. you're feeling more energized than the other person. You're so you have hopeful. that edge. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're always staying hopeful. So it's it's always better. It's it, it was for me. It was always a thing of I need to show up. I need to show up. I need to be there. I need to be there so that my odds can be with me. You know. So you so you would define it as you were almost instinctively motivated every yeah. single year. You know, like to to go to every championship to to go to any championship because anything yep. could happen on that particular day. You know, you could be the best Absolutely. in the world. Um, even if you were not the best going into the competition, because and it, yeah. and, and, and it all depends on mindset. And that's something that actually uh, that happened to me at my last competition that I went to, mm-hmm. where it was in Johannesburg. It was a university, it was a SASU um, championships, yeah. SAC yeah. University champs. And I was really just going there to, um, to go and um, drink some beers at the end of the competition because it was yeah. like, the final one. And yeah. I remember in that competition, I was coming maybe like 13th or 14th. And yeah. at some point in the competition, a, the, like there was a younger guy in our team who was like, Wale, I'm going to beat you, Wale. I'm going <laughs> to beat you, Wale. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself at that particular point, like, no, this guy cannot beat me. I, I can't lose. And there was something that happened inside of me where it was just like, it was like, it was a sudden change in my mindset where I, yeah. I, I just became so motivated and so amped up. And this feeling, yeah. I carried this feeling into my final jump, which took me from like 13th or 14th place to third place. Okay. Wow. In, the, in, in the competition. Yeah. And I was like, what is this feeling? What is this yeah. feeling? So I was like, yeah. no, one, no one talked to me. No one do anything. I need to carry <laughs> this feeling into the final later on yeah. in the afternoon. And I carried that feeling until, you know, like later into the competition in the afternoon. And I actually performed really well that I was yeah. caught up for the, for the Sasu team. And I was like, what is going wow. on? Like, is this like, <laughs> is this what Koto that feels feeling. all the that time? Feeling. Like, it's like pumped up, motivated, yeah. you know, like, you yeah. know, like you feel almost invincible um, yeah. in competitions. Is that really like what happens to you when you, when you yeah. compete yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it, it's that feeling of like, whoa, I didn't know I was capable of this. You know, mm. uh, that, that, that feeling that uh, uh, it's, it's, so, it's so hard to, uh, to put a finger on that feeling, but it, it's, 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 it's like uh, a feeling out of nowhere. You know, it's almost like invisibility. Wow, like invisibility, you know, yeah. like uh, <laughs> you can't be touched at that moment, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's exactly the feeling. That's exactly the feeling. And that's the feeling that, that I had in the 2008 Olympic Games. I mean, in the qualifications, I was, uh, you know, they only picked the best 12 guys to go into the finals. Mm, mm. And I was number 11. Mm. In 2008 Olympic Games, I was picked as the 11th guy, the second last guy to jump into the finals. And when I jumped into the finals, I was this hungry lion that I got a silver medal. <laughs> that's yeah, man, that's wonderful, know, man. That's, so that's, that's, that's just that feeling to, to say that, you know, uh, Tomorrow is a new day. Mm. You know, this, this is a new day. It's, it's not like yesterday. You know, I've, mm. I've got to do what I've got to do right now. You know, and this, 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 this is one feeling that I've had to, 
uh, uh, grow, grow until today. You know, even today, I'm still growing that feeling that today is a new day. I have to work hard for today to get the results for today. You know, mm, wherever, mm. wherever, wherever it, it's it's five tasks that I have on my paper, it's the results that I need to get for today. You know what I'm saying? Get that done. So, so that's that's the feeling that I had in 2008 at the Olympic Games that in the finals. I had to get my jump start. You know, I had to get mm. my jumps in. Yeah. Hmm. So tell me something, right? Have you ever experienced failure? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, if I go back, the worst failure I, 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 I still remember to this day was in 2007, uh, where I actually, I went into a competition I was also trying to qualify for the world champs that were later in Osaka that same year in 2007. And Saladino was still competing in those days. You know, he was the, the guy at the top, top of the game, you yeah, know, Evan Saladino. And he was torturing us. You know, I came in that competitions with so much hopes, you know, after that competition, I couldn't even jump eight meters. And mm. I had 835 under my belt. Mm. And that day, I couldn't even jump eight meters. I jumped like 777. You remember. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was terrible. And Saladino went and jumped at 868. Damn. Almost a meter ahead of me. It was bad. It was really, really bad. I remember I was still a young boy. I think I was 21. I was 22. And I was with my coach. And I was so devastated i was almost i was in finland we were in greece in athens that time i felt like i wanted to go back home and stop this thing and the pain i felt was i've never felt pain like that before it was mm. terrible but then you know um, again you know I, I i stuck to my core beliefs i stuck to to my principles and that was tomorrow is a new day Hmm. More than new day, but I remember that 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 competition. I failed so bad. I think I was did that, last. Did that failure? <laughs> did that? Did that motivate you to to work even harder and to yeah. be even better in the future and in future competitions? Yeah, yeah. You know that failure put me in. You know, I remember I took about two to three days uh, uh, playing the tape back in my head of of, of that competition of what happened they on what I can do better you mm. know and the fact that knowing that I have so much and that just kept me going so that mm. competition also it assisted me a lot to go forth mm. that's yeah. wonderful man my internet is a little bit stable so I apologize for any um for any disconnection if if, if, okay. like, if, if anything does happen okay yeah for for anyone who's watching, and if you like to to just to to learn a little bit more from Koto, you can find him on Instagram at Koto Mukwena. Yeah. I'm, I'm correct, okay. And also, he's also on Facebook as well. Um, I didn't find you on Twitter, so I'm I'm not sure. Oh, Twitter is <laughs> Mukwena inspired. <laughs> on, on, on Twitter is you can find him on Mokwena in, uh, Inspires and if yeah. you'd like to learn a little bit more about the next topic that we're going to go into now you can go to his new company website it's called ybgexpress.com and I just want to talk a little bit more about that more on your entrepreneurship side because you are currently still a still an athlete 
you actually qualify to go to the Olympics this year, if I'm correct. Yeah. I, I, like, I don't have a TV, so I'm not sure if it was one championships <laughs> or if, <laughs> excuse me, if it was Olympics, but you qualify this year. And at the same time, how do you still get time to start a company, like in a career company of all types of company? Because, dude, I, 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 I don't know how you find the time, you know? And, you know, how do you find time to do that? And can you just take me through a bit of this career company as well? Because it's quite in, in, like an innovative idea, uh, you know, when we yeah. were discussing that um, a, few, a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. So um, the way I started this, uh, this, you know, I've, I've, like I said, from, from the beginning, I think after winning the 2008 Olympic Games, uh, I told myself that I wanted to become a, an entrepreneur. You know, I, I wanted more for myself because I knew that going forward that uh, athletics is, is not going to last forever, if mm. you know what I mean. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I mean Why are you looking at me? Athletics, I, of course I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know what it means. <laughs> so I knew, I, I knew that you know what I I I needed to have something that uh, that's different, you know, something that's that, that that's that, that's gonna take me beyond uh, after the sporting life, and mm. and for me, entrepreneurship was was what I could identify myself with, you mm. know. Uh, and I started my very, very first business then after the Olympic Games. I started with, uh, uh, I started with, with a property company, uh, Only Rentals. It's still around today. It's a franchise. And uh, I bought into that franchise. And then obviously I was still an athlete, so it was not so easy to manage that. You know, I, I, had to le- I learned so much from, from my first business, I can tell you that. I learned so much yeah. how to manage people. Uh, I learned how to manage people. I learned how to lose money. <laughs> I, learned, I, learned, I, I learned how to fail, how to fail quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned how to try and build trust with the people that, that, that you are working with. You know, uh, mm. I learned how to be, how to really do a lot of things by myself. So, um, and then over the years, I've just escalated and just tried new things. You know, uh, you know the journey of just being an entrepreneur. I tried new things. Went into the the restaurant industry, I had to sell that uh, after I had to focus, uh, uh, you know, I had to focus for the Commonwealth Games. I decided I was going to sell the restaurant so that I can focus on the Olympic, on the Commonwealth Games because mm-hmm. I wanted to win gold in that. And so I sold that, I sold the restaurant. Then I went, I competed at the Commonwealth Games and I got a gold medal and I broke the national record. So, <laughs> so which is not an easy thing, you know. So I kept going, I kept going. Then I started a, a marketing company uh, called Roadvertise, which is still, right now, is still uh, uh, one of the core businesses that I do. You know, mm. um, we do a lot of activations for, for brands, brand campaign activations, which we're still doing. Of, of course, we can't do it now because of the pandemic. Mm. Uh, we can't be uh, in contact with people. And uh, brand activations that we do is, is ones that you, con- you contact people, you are, you are in one place with people too, so that they can experience the brand, hmm. right? So that's the marketing activations company that I have, which is on hold now. And then um, a career company, you know, uh, when I started YDG Express, um, it, always, it almost, it's, it's that 
feeling that I've had when I was a child because my grandfather is something I always wanted without knowing this is what I want, okay? So as a child, my grandfather was, um, you know, tanker service. They are a, a sort of like, uh, they are a fuel company. They are huge. They are called tanker service. They, mm. they, when they transport fuel, they transport, transport liquids and powder and those kind of stuff. And uh, my grandfather was working for that company. She was a truck, he was a truck driver for tanker services, okay? Mm-hmm. And tanker, yeah. he would take me, yeah, tanker services. He would take me around to trips with him uh, uh, around the country. You know, we would drive to Limpopo, to Deben, to Cape Town, uh, to, Kim- to Kimberley, Port Elizabeth. And I would see how he goes and loads the truck and puts in the, the liquid and takes the liquid, go deliver it maybe from Johannesburg all the way to, to KZN to deliver the fuel at the depot and come back to take the fuel again, take it elsewhere. So he was always on the road. And during the school holidays, he would take me with him, okay? And I sort of liked that, you know? Uh, and every time I travel as well, I always like to look at the trucks. Uh, when I go overseas to compete at, at World Champs, wherever I go, I always look at the trucks on the highway or at the airport, you know, because it's just... I'm just fascinated about all these things, you know, that, that system, that transport system. I always look at the companies that are overseas. I always watch, oh, this company is actually from Finland. Oh, this company is actually from Sweden. Oh, oh, this, this, I've seen this company in South Africa. They're actually based in, in Finland. But they're also operating in South Africa, you know. Hmm. So, and then eventually I started YDG Express. And uh, it, it has become this thing that I am so passionate about right now that the love that I have, the love that I have for it is just, it's just tremendous because I, uh, I want to play a part in making a world a better moving machine. Mm. Just like I was with an athlete, I always wanted to be someone who inspires other athletes, someone who, who, who makes a difference in, in, in the jumping world. You know, mm. if you speak about jumping, I also want to be mentioned, but you know, uh, there was this other athlete, Kotsomokwena, who did this, who did that. I know? think everyone would always mention Kotsomokwena as <laughs> being so. the best, the guy who was like, you know, like, who sort of like inspired, like, like, like now the world, actually, South Africa is just now filled with jumpers. Everyone wants to be a jumper. Yeah. And yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And, and so this is exactly, that's the feeling that I want with YTG Express, you know, uh, I wanted to, to play a part in, in helping the world to become a better moving machine. You know, who knows? We're helping, we might be helping someone who's somewhere in Australia, someone who's in Finland, someone who's in Sweden. You know, because mm. of YDG, the person is able to receive the package or is able to send the package away, you know, uh, using YDG. For me, that is a fulfillment. You know, I feel like I've, I've, I've helped the world to become a better moving machine. So this is when I came with, with YDG Express. And uh, and further on, I realized that the industry needs something a little bit different, okay? Mm. Um, and we've decided that our structure will focus on subscription, you know, uh, knowing that a lot of people don't, uh, a lot of people courier all the time, and some people don't courier all the time. You know, mm. some people do it once a week, some people do it once a month, okay? And... Uh, some people do it twice a week. Some people do it three times a month, you know. Mm. So I wanted to tailor make a service, a service that, that, gives, the, that gives someone an ability to say, okay, I am a person or a company that transport goods three times a month. I'm able to tailor make 
a subscription that fits that fits your budget, that fits that fits your your pocket, that fits uh, uh, the needs that you have as as a person who always wants to send out packages or receive packages. You know, mm. uh, instead of letting you uh, pay huge sums of money every single time you have to courier. So mm. I, it's almost like I, I want to personalize that for you, you know, uh, so that it works, it works for you as many times as you want it without any fluctuations. But you know that when you are doing a, a service with us, you don't even have to worry about the fluctuation of the prices and, and, and having to be overpriced all the time. You know that your service is consistent and you can plan your, your, uh, your, career anytime you want so okay. this is how why did came about yeah so tell me something about the courier service right um if i was to ship goods from say if you know most people in south africa are based you know like yeah. they actually saw stuff and ship them or in johannesburg if i was to ship goods from johannesburg to durban and say i was shipping um say roughly about 10 which is about 30 300 about 300 about 300 um orders a month okay yeah. um on like on average what would i be expected you know like what would what would each parcel cost me on uh with ydg express yeah as compared so when, to when other it, services yeah yeah so when it comes to ydg uh and when it comes to other courier services you know that there is a there is a limit that they put on their packages okay Mm. And uh, with us, um, the limit goes all the way to 25 kilograms. Oh, okay. Free. Right. free. Okay. You, that is courier for you for free. Okay. So, and we give days. Every Tuesdays and every Fridays, you can courier with us for free without having to pay if you are on subscription. Okay. So you don't have the headache of, oh, I have to pay. I have to pay today, I have, I have to pay on Tuesday, I have to pay on Friday, I have to pay every time I courier out. So what, what we want to build is we want to build, we are building a system that allows you to use your funds somewhere else in your business, you know? So mm. you, can courier, you can courier a consignment with us every Tuesdays and every Friday of the month without paying and only paying at the end of the month. So you are able to use those funds to continue to grow your business in, 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 in that month you know uh do other things that you have to do as a small business or as a person i mean it's it's pandemic time right now people need the money you understand mm. but at the same time they want to be able to uh to connect to other people and and they use the courier services to connect to other people so we want to give you we give people that uh that gap to be able to connect with anyone you want to connect with and be as a business person to be able to use your funds anywhere else you want to use it and then rest assured that your package is going to get where it needs to go. But then at the end of the month, you just have to uh, subscribe to, to our career service. You only pay at the end of the month, which is much, much less. Uh, no matter how we calculate it, you know, we, we've, tried, we've tried all sorts of methods, comparing it with all other career services. Mm -hmm. at, 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 at the end of the month, people are paying much, much less uh, than they, what they would pay with, with, the, with, with a different career. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm in e-commerce, right? And, and in e-commerce, yeah. what we, well, what I do and what a lot of people in e-commerce do is that they only, they focus primarily on small parcels. Like, um, if someone's like, Hey, Hey, like, Hey, Wale, 
I like to uh, like to um, you, you know like I, I like a company to become yeah. a supplier of my baits and fridges. I just tell them no, thank you. Um, I don't want to yeah. because because immediately bed and fr fridges. I'm thinking how much it yeah. would be to Korea. Okay, so do you guys have a have the same prices for things up to like 25 kilos if it's a bed or if it's a fridge as um, as say someone who wants to ship like a cable, uh, for example, um, um, or correct. or like is there a difference? Correct. No, they, they, for for us, they, there is no difference, and uh, we prefer it that way because we we understand that, like, like I say, what we understand is is the relationship that 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 you want to build uh, with us, and also the uh, the mission that you have to get your package to the other side. You know, uh, so we want to make all of that possible, and we, which is what I speak about a little bit. What we spoke about a little bit earlier on is. Uh, making the world a better, uh, better moving, better moving place. You know, mm. otherwise, if 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 we say no, uh, we only charge so much. That that's why we put a cap, and it's a bigger, bigger cap. Twenty five kilograms, it's a big cap. You know, a few companies, if you have to do a research for yourself, you will see they'll only give you up to two kilograms for free, or at the maximum they'll say maybe they give you up to five kilograms for free. Then you have to pay thereafter. So we. we we build our caps up to 25 kilograms. We know that uh, you are covered and you pay less and we're able to connect with, 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 with the world at, uh, elsewhere. Okay, so I just feel like I need to let's just flesh the light a little bit. When you say 25 kilograms for free, it means that you pay the set amount for up to, up to, up to, up to 25 kilograms. Up to 25 kilograms. Then after Correct. that is when we start charging you um, additional. After that, we Yes, yes, mm, yes. Okay. Which is a very low cost. I mean, if you look at, um, if if you look at what other services are paying, people will pay something like twenty bucks after two kilograms, forty bucks, forty rands after two kilograms. Where else we stay only at sixteen rands per kilograms after the twenty-five mm. kilograms, which is, which is makes it, which makes it much much more affordable for for anybody. Okay, I, like I I I, I feel understand. So your service will be yeah. tailored more towards the guys because we've got guys, um, suppliers who, who like who sell um, home deco tables, mm -hmm. um, you know, like um, odd well, shelves yeah. in like ETC. Um, that yeah. you know, yeah. So your service will be more tailored towards them because I can imagine the guys who are targeting the one kilogram, two kilogram guys. Yes, and they might probably beat you on the price for those. For those um, yes. any items, correct. But for the guys, correct. But those same guys can't, uh, wouldn't be able to beat you for the much bigger items. You know, like bigger consignment. Also. Correct. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Correct. All right. Cool, correct. man. Correct. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, I mean you, look at, you look at other companies that uh, specialize only with two kilograms. Mm. Like they only, they only, they they clear only two kilograms, which which is okay. I mean, that's. That's the entrepreneurial way of 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 building the, the, their service. Okay, so we this our service is that uh, we want to give you more room. We mm. want to give you more room uh, uh, to be able to get your your consignment to wherever to wherever it goes. Mm. Mm. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. You know what I love about you is that your attitude when you're talking about um, your business, when you're talking about athletics, when you're talking yeah. about sports. It's actually infectious and 
It's one of those. <laughs> yeah, man. You have this very, you have this very positive, positive attitude about you, and I love that. Thank you, brother. I really yeah. appreciate that. Thank you so much, Koto. Is there any closing? Is there any closing words that you would like to just close um, off with? Like any words of motivation or inspiration that you want to yeah. leave us with? Yeah, I think for, for all the entrepreneurs out there, as well as uh, sport people out there, anyone in general, is that uh, always remember that uh, tomorrow is a new day. Uh, continue to show up. Every day is, is, is an opportunity to reach your goal. Thank you so much. I'm Adewade Dejumo, and this is the Happy Like Buddha podcast. I would love to connect with you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me at Adewale Adejumo on Instagram at TheRealWale Adejumo and on Twitter at Wale Adejumo. If you enjoyed that episode, please subscribe to the Epilogue Builder Podcast so that you do not miss new episodes we will release. And I will see you on our next episode.